Welcome into You've Been Watching, the podcast with the behind-the-scenes guys, because we know what's really going on. I'm Brian Morton. Eric Dorsch is on assignment today. But I had the chance to see the new Flash movie, and I wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about it with you. Let me say this first. I'm a huge Flash fan, and that's really not a fat joke. But I'm a big fan of these comics. I have been. It was one of the first comics I ever collected, the Flash. So Barry Allen has always been one of my favorite comic book characters. He's a family guy. He's married. Uh, he was just a nice guy. So when they made him the comic relief in the Justice League movie, that really, it didn't work for me. I, I mean, I was okay with it. But I always wanted a more serious Barry Allen. It was a little like giving me Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. He was kind of the wrong choice for Hal Jordan, but... It was what it was, and you got what you got. And I felt like Ezra Miller, legal and moral issues aside, was kind of the wrong casting, and that's really just my opinion. Now, after reading all the great notes this movie is getting, I think I was expecting way more than I than I got. I was expecting to love this movie, and I really just liked it. And there's, there is a lot to like here. Uh, the goofy Barry Allen becomes less goofy, and that's a lot by putting in with a goofier, younger Barry Allen. And they do make him a lot more relatable by giving us his whole backstory with his mom and dad. And the relationship with Barry and his mom is really the heart of this movie. Uh, but let's be honest, the real reason most people are going to see this movie is to see Michael Keaton come back as Batman. And that really will not disappoint Batman 89 fans. And uh, spoiler here. He gets a very fitting send-off. I was very happy with the way they wrapped up this retired Batman story. Um, and we all knew there were going to be cameos through here. And there are. There's a ton of cameos from everywhere across the DC Universe. Let me just say, uh, spoilers here, so be prepared. And this is not complete spoilers, but spoilers here. I was the most excited, being the older guy that I am, to see... Adam West appear as Batman and to see George Reeves appear as Superman. And there are a lot more appearances than that. But those two sort of made me happy that they would dig back into the that far into the bag to get somebody. That was pretty cool to me. Uh, the basic story here is that Barry finds that he can run so fast that he can travel to through time. And he decides he should go back and save his mother. And his mom's killed by an attacker in her home, her dad is accused, and there's no evidence, so he's put in jail. So Barry basically has lost both his parents. Um, he's warned by Ben Affleck's Batman not to do it, that changing anything in the past could be catastrophic. But as we know, Barry just doesn't listen to anybody, so he does it anyway. And now we have the DC multiverse. That's really the basic story. The, the adventure in the alternate timeline is pretty cool. Barry meeting his younger self meaning Batman, Michael Keaton, uh, trying to save Superman. And then uh, we are thrown into the part of the part of history where Zod has appeared uh, for Man of Steel with the world engine, and he's going to remake the world. So Barry Batman, Batman have to save Superman, who turns out to not be there, and it's Supergirl. And Supergirl, played by Sasha Cali here, is really, to me, uh the best part of the movie if you're not looking at, you know, nostalgia. An amazing Supergirl I was expecting not to enjoy a lot. She's very cool. She's very tough, but she still manages to be Superman. It's, she had, uh, to me, 
she was kind of wasted here. She had the most potential, and I'd really like to see this character come back. It would be really great to have her as part of the DC universe. Now, the problems I have with this movie are really mostly personal and mostly character-driven. I, I Barry Allen works at a crime lab, but he's still this goofy, befuddled guy, and he's still obsessing over his mother's death and his father's imprisonment. And that's understandable, but he's still this goofy guy. And I would anticipate somebody being working in a police crime lab to not be as daffy as Ezra Miller portrays Barry here. And while his Ezra Miller's issues are pretty widely talked about, he's actually really good in this part. The The acting goofy and confused gets old really quickly to me, but... He does a really good job when he meets his younger self playing both parts. The younger Barry is way more silly and goofy, which makes the older Barry the more serious one. And it's sort of watching Barry grow up because he sees how he is to himself. And the relationship between Barry and his parents is what really anchors this movie. It makes The Flash way more relatable than he was in any of the previous times we've seen The Flash. And if you're looking for cameos, Michael Keaton is here. An amazing job as the Batman coming out of retirement. Uh, Sasha Callie's Supergirl is amazing. I really did wish there was more of her in this movie. But it's The Flash. It's not Supergirl. And again, like I said, if you love cameos, you're going to love the second half of this movie. I mentioned Adam West. I mentioned George Reeves. But there is there's a way more cameos. And if you're a Kevin Smith fan and you know any of the Kevin Smith Superman stuff, there's a huge thing in there that is, it's very cool. And if you're a nerd, you're going to love it. I'm not sure that if you're not a huge nerd, you're going to appreciate it as much. See, now, in the comics, again, my opinion, Flashpoint is an interesting story. And this movie sort of based on that. But in my opinion, it really sort of ruined the comics by spinning all these multiverses out and I'm not sure that it's not going to do the same thing to the DC movie universe. The only thing I can see this movie adding is the explanation of why Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker and, and Robert Pattinson is the Batman. They now fit in because there's a multiverse and everybody's welcome. Other than that, I don't see this movie building in any way that's not going to be just very confusing to casual fans. The rating system we always use here is uh, theater, streaming, or TV. And this one, as much as I wanted to love it, as much as I love The Flash and really, really wanted to wanted the, this movie to be great and amazing, it's definitely something I could have waited to stream to see. It's a good movie, but it's not a great movie. And there's really no setup for a sequel here, so it's going to be interesting to see how James Gunn uses this movie to move forward with the DCU. Unless this is just a movie that becomes a way for DC to say, oh, yeah, that's from a different universe, so don't worry about that. It doesn't fit into our regular continuity, which kind of feels like that's what this might turn into. So if you want to see The Flash, you'll go. You'll enjoy it. Don't go in with the high hopes I had, or you'll be disappointed. It's not the worst superhero movie I've ever seen, but it's it's not the best either. It's it's worth checking out if you if you're a, a hardcore fan. If you're a casual fan, wait till the streams. That'll be fine. So until next time we meet, for Eric Dorsch, I'm Brian Morton, and we're going to meet again, same bat time, same bat channel.